Hey, how we doing? How hello, we doing? Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, this is Evan Layton with H Town Happy Hour. Derek Diotalevi here at H Town Happy Hour, number one podcast in the world. Number one podcast in the world, baby. And our two very special guests for you today. Hello, hello. <laughs> introduce yourself, okay, ladies. Introduce who are yourself. Uh, my name is Marlena Doyle. Mm-hmm. I'm the founding artistic and executive director of Houston Contemporary Dance Company, and also the president and CEO of the Institute of Contemporary Dance. Wow. Lots of dance. Yes. <laughs> Lots yes. of dance. A big one. And I am Rachel? Alicia Lawyer, not a lawyer. I play the oboe, not the elbow, and I've already <laughs> kicked it off with a really silly vibe here. But um, it's Roko, <laughs> artistic director and oboist. So yeah, founded that too. Okay. Okay. So what is uh, what is Roko? Roku is professional 40-piece chamber orchestra. Half the musicians are not from Houston, and we play chamber music and orchestra concerts throughout Houston. We embed our music in the city and weave it all throughout what we do, and we are we do living composers a lot of times. We've done 120 world premieres with living composers. You can't Zoom with Beethoven. We have discovered that, and so it's a good thing to be able to be in conversations with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. that's amazing. So yeah. what is Houston Contemporary Dance? Houston Contemporary Dance is a nonprofit dance organization. It's brand new. I've been in the city for 20 years, so I started this in 2019 right, after, um, right before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, we're going into our third season. Um, so we are um, a dance company that is a repertory company. So we bring in artists from all over the all over the U.S., mm-hmm. eventually the world, yeah. uh, to come to Houston and set work on my dancers. And then we perform concerts. We also do a lot of educational outreach, wow. which Beautiful. has been a little bit on pause just due to the pandemic. Wow. Uh, so we're looking forward to getting back into the schools and working with the kiddos. Um, and then I run a dance studio too. All over the not place. Not a nonprofit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're doing business over here. <laughs> That's right. We're doing business. Uh, it's a new space. Again, open during the pandemic. Not ideal. Not part wow. of the business plan. Uh, but we are surviving. And uh, we have classes for two and a half year olds all the way through adults. All Man. levels. All, all now, styles. how did y'all find each other? Oh, my goodness. How did y'all find each other? Huh? Well, we have been kind of just friendly and connected yeah, yeah connected throughout like the arts are in houston yeah so we mm. found each other i think a long time ago through some other dance things and in meetings and all sorts of things through houston mm. arts alliance and then you founded this beautiful dance group and roco was founded and two founders met in a, in a woods and then there it goes <laughs> and let's make some power moves yeah, let's exactly. make a power she just move. started playing music and she just started exactly. dancing exactly. <laughs> she's like i just need to show you how i feel all right exactly. I, show you. <laughs> I love it i love it yeah Nothing wrong with that. It's always so much better with live music. Right. Yeah. So any way we can collaborate with, and there's so many, so many amazing groups. But this is our first time with Roco, so we're really, really excited. Yeah. About what this. is the first time with Roco? This collaboration. This collaboration. Okay, yeah. so y'all are collaborating. Yeah. Yes. What, we, we, what is this? Well, we were so excited to be seeing the post and yes. opening, and I mean, we've both had our eye on that for decades. I mean, I had, but I do remember years ago coming and doing our bulk mail. And it was actually quite depressing to come here because <laughs> you would always not do it right. And you'd have to bring your bulk mail and your, your brochures you wanted to mail. But now it's turned into this magnificent performance space, dining place, yep. everything. And to be able to, we opened it last weekend yep. with a concert and gala. And then I realized that we wanted to collaborate together. And I remembered, well, for some random reason, that October 9th is World Post Day. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, uh-huh. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> and then, <laughs> she, she was already kind of thinking about the She's doing good X. on the show, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all both doing good. And then she was like, I want to do that in the X, in the X atrium. Yep. And so we're, we're already in the Z atrium. And I don't know what we're going to do in the O at some point. But, yeah. um, so yeah, and so she already had the dance kind of concept. Mm-hmm. And then I really wanted something that was a little just 
not crossover, that's not the right word, but something unique. And yeah. the Elvis Costello has written these quartets for string quartet. So it's not something you think about for uh, music that's classical, right? Yeah. And it's they're just really interesting. They're called Juliet Letters, and they're mm -hmm. imagining that Juliet wrote letters to people and to Romeo and everybody else. And they and just use their imagination on what they think she would be saying? Correct. Yeah. As if so they were never sent. Yes. Yeah. That was his idea. Yeah. So like writing them as if they were never sent and like who would receive them and how that works. So the cap is limitless on that. You and can that write interpretation forever. is also yeah. limitless. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's beautiful. Well, that is what artwork is, though. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's about your perception evolving. of it. Yeah. yeah. It's ever evolving. And mm -hmm. pulling all the strings in. I mean, our, our about, season yeah. this year is like musical threads and all the strings that we've even talked about. You know, when you meet somebody, you've got all these connections. And that's what's so beautiful about Houston is finding those unique connections. Isn't it, and though? Right. Isn't it, though? I mean, and, and also it's it's funny because, I mean, no matter where you go, I mean, if you see someone with any sort of, like, Texas or Houston attire, you're just like, hey, bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. What's up, yeah. fam? How Houston, you doing? Texas yeah. is one of, like, the most proud states, and Houston is, like, the most proud city. Yeah. Well, no, it is because you could be like, oh, we're from Dallas, and we'll be like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. The only thing good to come out of Dallas is 45 South, baby. Yeah. You know? Uh, just, just to kind of add to what um, It's H-Town over here, okay? I'm just writing that one down to tell my son. <laughs> I took that from him, to be real. My grandma yeah. made that, taught me that one. Really Honestly, good. my grandma taught me that one. I use it every day, and I'm always copywriting in my head. I'm like, thanks, Abuelita. Really, uh, really good. So, yeah, like Alicia was saying, uh, post-Houston, we're opening to the public November. November 13th, but uh, we're having like a, a pre-opening preview of our ex atrium. Yes. Yeah, pre-opening pre preview. preview. Kirby coined that, so. Okay, pre-pre. Um, <laughs> so, uh, they will be, Rocco will be performing with a four-string quartet, and um, Marlena and Houston Contemporary Dance will be performing a, a contemporary dance on all across the stairs and oh and i saw i saw the little bit of the preview so of it and cool. it just lo it looked yeah. so like interactive that i mean beautiful yeah. like the way they're moving it's kind of one of those things where you're like man i can't do that like <laughs> that's why you buy tickets to something like this you know i mean it just the moves it looked very elegant there was such a good reaction Absolutely. to it too online right like people we haven't we hadn't really especially even on h-town happy hour but on post too we hadn't really done something that artsy yet and just to see people respond so well to the the, the music as well as the the dancing it was like oh this is cool this yeah. is really cool they're That's craving that connection and the fact we have a and it's a singer as well it's not elvis costello i did try, I try. <laughs> <laughs> she knows how hard i try I like, okay. and if this gets out there I'm disappointed in you, Elvis. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to say this. <laughs> tag him. Um, <laughs> tag him, exactly. Thank you. We got it. We Thank got you. It. So, no, we have this great Edward, Eduardo Tessera. He's a beautiful voice, and um, he's going to have kind of jazz it up a little, too. But what's also fun is we're pairing it with another um, a, a piece for String Quartet by Shostakovich, which may sound out of place and weird, but when Elvis Costello heard the Brodsky Quartet performing Shostakovich String Quartets, he had the idea to write Juliet letters, and he collaborated with them. And what's cool about that is Shostakovich heard this quartet that was named the Beethoven Quartet, and he started writing all his 15 string quartets for them. So there's just, to me, that's this all this, again, threads and threads and threads. and It all spinning. intertwines. It all exactly. intertwines. Yeah, I can see the fascination. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're knowledgeable on it. Half the stuff you said, I'm like, I... No, it's good. It's it, just that Chavez, something about Chavez. No, yeah, I was no, like, no. Man, this it's just good. that people are connected, and the fact we're connected mm -hmm. now, something beautiful comes out of it, and that's yep. really the point. You don't need to remember the reasons or why. Mm -hmm. That's right. what music can connect people that may not have ever been connected before. Sure and then in between the two things we're doing, you want to tell about outspoken being? Yeah, yeah. so exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was here. I know. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, I'm gonna, we had such a good time. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna back up though because I yeah. met Kirby seven years ago yeah. um, in 2015, and I was. Um, I don't know how we connected, but we did. Um, and we were, we went into the space, my husband and I, we were looking at it and he was telling me all the cool things that are gonna happen. And it's just really um, fulfilling for me after seven years to see this place yeah. actually. Absolutely, come to because, fruition. Well, because of Harvey and just other things that have kind of the set freeze, it back. The Harvey, I mean, yeah. every, the COVID. It's been a lot of things, so I'm just super excited. And um, you know, when I started Hughes Contemporary, he did find me and he reached out and said like, I still wanna do this. And I just think, um, Kudos to him for being a real estate um, person and real estate broker and real estate broker's son to even even think about the arts because yeah. we need more people like Kirby. So right. and then you know I think the idea of bringing in live music in that space, um, which is why I reached out to Alicia, and then also keeping um, the diversity in the city representative yeah. represented. Um, and so Outspoken Beads also a really good friend of mine. I've been supporting him previous to him being the Houston Poet Laureate, but he's pretty amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, and we've done um, my first promo video with him. He wrote the poem, an original poem for us, and then he performed at, we had concerts all through COVID because we were a new organization at my space. So you Institute. were just doing it anyway against the rules. Doing it, well, not really. Not we against the rules. Yeah, Outlaw-ish though. Yeah, Outlaw, I mean, we're still doing it, but we're no rules. Outliers. 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 We had, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in November we had nine shows, but only at 25 people per wow. show because we were able to distance them. Yeah. Um, and with dance, you know, the dancers have been dancing in mass for 18 months, but Long story short, uh, we did a duet show in February and Bean came and, and did a, an original work. Um, so, and then he emceed one of our shows. I mean, we just have always done things yeah. with him. So this seemed like a great opportunity for the post to have him there yep. and for us to work with Rocco and have him involved. So he's doing a set himself. Yeah. Um, he's doing like a 10 minute um, original letter poem. Yeah. Um, we keep talking about, you know, World Is it a Juliet letter? Is <laughs> no, it a Juliet letter? It's his own original. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. He went off piece a little. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's an outspoken it's, bean letter. It's yeah. an outspoken bean. That's right. Well, and the it, one he did on show for us over here was, was just mind-blowing. Yeah. That was amazing. He's incredible. I mean, yeah. he's an amazing poet. His spoken word is is kind of one of those art forms that not a lot of people know about, and mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, the more we can support him and represent him, the better. Absolutely. But also the fact that he wrote something original, and then he also has one dancer with him as yep. well. Um, so we're just really looking looking forward to seeing what he creates and yeah. talking about World Post Day and talking, I mean, in general, as a poet, you write a lot. Yes. Yeah. So it made sense to me to have him there. So we're excited for that too. So Rocco will open, Bean will will do his thing, and then we'll do a collaborative together. It's gonna be so, amazing. Yeah. It's October 9th, y'all. Y'all can uh, get tickets on any of our pages. Right. Any Event of our pages. Eventbrite. <laughs> uh, Mixedmessages.eventbrite.com. Don't miss it. Um, <laughs> All right. So, so now you said yeah. you've been doing dance for how exactly. long now? Twenty years. Twenty years. Um, but I started when I was three, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am. <laughs> so so you've been 20. dancing for twenty, like two years. There it is. Come on now. <laughs> She's had since the beginning, though. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I I moved here in 2001. Um, from I'm originally from Boston. Oh, I thought you were about to say Dallas. I was no. going to say girl. Come on. Now. <laughs> you don't have the Boston She got accent. smart. She I got smart. Not. I okay. do not. I moved to Pittsburgh to go to school for my undergrad, then moved here. When did you come to Texas? Uh, 2001, right okay. after Allison. There you go. So. So, there you go. Let, let me ask you this. Um, did you always dance contemporary? or? 
Yes. Really? Yeah. And contemporary is kind of a broad term. Yeah. So we do a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. And in my time here in the city, I've done collaborative things and I've done commercial things. Mm. Like I work for the city of Houston. We do, I, I choreograph for the parade. I choreograph for the mayor tree lighting. Wow. Um, I did a gig right when I moved here for Walmart and Levi's. Um, wow. you know, now, how did they reach out to you? Did they just see your work? Just kind of found with the organization I was working with, found me and then, you know, kind of made it work. Um, and, you know, in, the time that I've been here, I've done a little bit of everything, but I also have two children, so physically I had to stop dancing. But they are dancing still, right? My kids are dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really dancing anymore. I'm just kind of directing. It's just You're choreographing. How about that? The, the right on cue. Right on cue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both wear a lot of hats. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, th them being a larger organization and having being more established here in the city, being three-year dance organization <laughs> means you have to do a lot more, yeah. so. Well, I mean, you gotta think about it. I mean, at one point as experienced as you are right now, you, there was a point where you were three years in. I am still the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's absolutely true. That's what takes the most time, is figuring out who does what and who you need to hire to get the job done, and it's been, it's so exciting. I mean, we are in our 17th season, and we're wow. at a 1.5 million you can budget. Look forward to that. That's going to happen. Okay. Yes. It's going to happen. That's what I'm it. saying. Yes. 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 And like she said, I mean, we're moms. Um, I have a 18 and 22 year old boys, and mm. uh, college and empty nesting. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, sort of. But um, just it's just really great to know that when you're a mom, you actually have to hyper focus and then you have to hyper prioritize and you can actually get more stuff done because you don't dwell on things you just get it done in the car i text with it's siri so funny. all the time it's so funny that so. you say that because i'm i have this little uh like on facebook there's because like you're a, a mom <laughs> no <laughs> no he's actually a karen, yeah. oh, <laughs> karen. Oh, oh, okay. no but go to a restaurant with him you will yeah understand. no i go to the top and i want <laughs> that dollar kidding. off i'm not paying for the bacon i'm not paying for that they actually the lack of customer service that bacon is going to be taken off the bill for everyone's <laughs> appreciation here. But no, there's a page on a site called ADHD and Chill. All ADHD right. and Chill. And, and and one of the things about it was like, uh, the front of the book said, how to get over the stress of things that you haven't accomplished. Opens the book and it says, accomplish the task. Like, just that's, do it. Yeah. Just do it. That's how yeah. you relieve the stress. Yeah. Just do the thing that's stressing right. you out. Right. No, it's Kinda true. Like, just to add on to what you were saying, of a hyper focus and you do it and then it just... Well, a lot of the stuff that Roco does, especially how we program, is for unmedicated ADD adults. And that's just how... <laughs> right no on one laughed. Right. No one laughed. They don't know me yeah, at no, all. Clearly, saying. they don't Alexa, know me. Well, here we are, You're man. Like, I can't wait to show. I appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I didn't know if you were being genuine, though. Well, I was gonna sort say, of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of am. Everything I'm, I say has a well, truth okay. to it. Well, well then also, I that imagine, truth. Well, that imagination with uh, unmedicated ADHD yeah, right, right. folks, it's right on cue for what the art is. Because it's like, well, you know what? Take your imagination and think whatever the hell you want to think about it. And then express that to somebody else. Someone else has a whole different view of it Absolutely. and you're like wow now we're buddies how about that we well, you know what's really interesting too is it, with dance and performing arts you buy a ticket you sit in a seat and you have to experience the art you're you're forced to sit there yeah. whereas with visual art you go to a museum and you have the choice to walk past the art so you you kind of have agency to engage with the art. It's very interesting. And so what's been fun for me to see on all this, we've been live streaming since 2013. So we yeah. didn't have to, oh, the horrible word, we didn't have to pivot. 
I had to say the word every time I do a podcast. Pivot. Um, <laughs> we didn't have to pivot, and we did our live streams to no no one in the house, but live streamed. We actually had over a quarter of a million views of our concerts last year. Beautiful. Wow. So it's so exciting for classical music. That's huge number. Yes. Yeah. Huge number. <laughs> Not gonna keep those. Uh, you stop. You said you wouldn't even okay. bring okay. that <laughs> close no. to this. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, so yeah, so that's a big important part about, and also weaving ourselves through this the city of Houston, which I know you do so well, and your mind thinks that way so well about it. It's just the Asia Society. We're going to do a concert again of some string music that mimics the creation and destruction of a monk's mandala, which is that that sand art thing that they do yeah, every year. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and so it's a piece of music that's based on that at wow. Asia Society. So just finding those really wonderful Houston connections is actually perfect for the post yeah. and for your podcast because that's what you're doing. It really is. Well, and I'll, honestly, I mean, just to touch on that, I mean, like the amount of people that we've had in here hearing their unique stories and being able to piece together how we can how we can all form almost like an alliance of the people that are like able to stand up and stand out and take action in their industry it's 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 like a virtual rolodex honestly yeah and we've had a wide array like honestly too like you know when when y'all's teams and we kind of talked and we started planning out this podcast I was so excited. Like, I was genuinely like, dude, this is going to be great. Cause, and, and we even talked about it, you know. I'm sure a big well, part of our this. audience. We did this. We did this. <laughs> Wait, no, do it again, do it again, do it again. But no, no, no. TIE, Tie Fighter. fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so I we clicked immediately. I we clicked immediately. No. We clicked immediately. Like, the first time <laughs> we met, we were doing these. Uh, no one cool. needs to know, she's, Derek. She's cool. <laughs> okay, okay. They don't, they don't need to know. But, uh. Like and maybe even contemporary dance too. Like I'm sure they probably heard about it or the orchestra and stuff. A lot, of, a lot of them possibly have haven't never actually got to see it in person. And so I was like, that's super cool because we can bring something new to our audience and as well as y'all can reach reach some people that may have you not have reached necessarily before. Or so, or absolutely. open up a new outlet for people who are like, hey, I do enjoy that kind of work. Yeah. Right. Or or just you know spark that thing for somebody's mind. Are you used to play in band? Are you used to play in orchestra? Or right. you just remember, I think that's the hardest part too, and I'm I'm sure it's the same with dance. That the the lack of music education in schools has now created an entire generation of parents who've never experienced performing arts. So it's not the kids anymore. Right. I mean, we don't necessarily do children's programming. We do multi generational programming, and that's what's difficult. We actually have childcare music education during and after our concerts, so parents get date nights after our concerts. Wow. But that's oh. smart. <laughs> that's all about the parent. Though. What a way to cater yeah. to your customers. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. You know. That's- what they need right so and that's you know and and your your dance that's so important and you have adult dance too that that's important that everybody still feels that they can move and be connected to their bodies so So, hey so whenever roco was first a thing like whenever (laughs) whenever it was whenever it was was first starting out exactly that's what i was going to say talk about the leap of faith that you made in order to say river oaks (laughs) no no roco stop it Formerly known as. No, stop it. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about the leap of faith that happened whenever you yeah, started sure. doing this. That's this thing. Yes. Um, yeah. The thing to talk about. Yeah. Well, she has a similar story. A similar story in that there are no jobs in our field. You have to wait for someone. Well, in our case, to you know retire or or die, and. Um, there are just maybe two openings across the entire nation for orchestras, and no one knows that. They don't understand the value of the job in an orchestra, right? Yeah. And so when you move to a town, because your husband's in oil and gas, and you have to move to Houston, there are no jobs. And so I was at part of a bunch of startups and had really great ideas, um, mm-hmm. really interesting ideas. They didn't last, but they yeah. were really fascinating. I was ready to quit the oboe and be a real estate agent 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the last time I bought a car, they actually did offer me a job. Just saying it. I'm proud. Nice. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we like your business, but we also want you yes, back. Exactly. All right? <laughs> totally. going to happen. But um, my church renovated. And when St. John the Divine, the drawings came out, it was truly started an orchestra. And I was like, what? No. And he's like, yeah, you will. And so I thought about people I wanted to play with not pieces I wanted to play. So we don't gotcha. do a lot of white dead males. We do a lot of living composers. And I know that you have a really interesting story yourself about how all that changed, but that was truly a start it. And so it was, it was more exciting. or less you were saying like, I feel like I need to bring the new age composers around, not just composers, but the new age people who the were doing musicians. this and give them a chance that isn't very free well, well, like too, that anymore and I, let them create with you yeah. I, I think too this is important to important to kind of dive in a little more like okay you were part of a lot of startups you said multiple ones multiple ones I mean I'm sure you were learning about the things not to do and <laughs> it takes you know I've always said this I said this on the podcast a hundred times like I'll build my empire of success over uh, uh, with failure over failure over failure on the ashes. you know <laughs> so that's that's it's it's really cool that you said that because honestly that's a that's a, between all these interviews we've done that's been a a, a common theme across yeah. all of them fail well fail often yes that's the whole thing, Fail failing forward yes exactly yeah so. what, was, what is your story yeah I have an interesting story. We were going to get to that. <laughs> we were going to get to that. We oh were asking gosh. you yours real quick. Sorry. Yeah. So, so tell so, okay. So, leap so of faith. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah, because you said it was, it's been about just a few years that you've been doing this, right? Yeah, but I've, I've been in the city for 20, but 17 years I worked uh, solely with one organization. Gotcha. So after these 17 years. didn't work out. Yeah. I left. Not as a huge leap of faith. Oh, yeah. Do. Okay. So, and then, and then also, <laughs> especially with it being like right in the midst of a well, worldwide pandemic. Who pan- knew about the pandemic? Nobody but did, but that's what makes it even better that you're still here. That's, that's right. right. That's right. So, so, talk about it. The Yeah, the tenacity and the integrity and like just there were so many things that needed to change and there was only so much I could do. So, a lot of people said either you stay and fix it, which could take years, or maybe it might not work out or you leave <laughs> so i left and don't, don't give me an ultimatum yeah <laughs> don't give I me left an ultimatum and it was the best thing i think i could have done for myself i'm 100 percent happier because i'm in control yeah. yeah and we're very similar in that way um very a type and yeah. very um, oh i know uh, <laughs> you've not noticed that at all no Continue. But when yeah. you work for someone else and you work for a nonprofit <laughs> that has a board, you know, you don't really know everything. So right. this right. seemed like the best option. Um, and I had a responsibility because I had dancers that were with me at the mm-hmm. other organization and students. Mm-hmm. Um, so the studio was the first nest egg thing to get going. Yeah. Um, and then, then the company came after that. Because Where's your studio located? It's on Houston Avenue, 1302. Oh, it's amazing. in the back. Um, nice. We share a building with um, F45, which is a gym. Yep. And then Republic Aerial Yoga, which is a yoga studio. Is that right next to like uh, Stanton's? That's right. I live right there. Oh, great. I live in the town. Yeah, I'm we're right, right there. there in the yep. back parking lot. Nice. So, take, take a dance um, class. I want to see it. Don't take a dance class. No, no, it's, don't let this man get on the floor. happy hour on the road. He has bad, he has bad knees. He has bad road. knees. Okay. And maybe. we don't need his ACL torn again, Listen, all right? I will wear knee braces. No. Uh, maybe no. we do a vlog where we go do a dance. Maybe we do like a vlog with it. I'll, I'll yeah. maybe come do a dance class. You guys should totally come. I took a dance class in... I, first off, I love performing arts. Yeah. I took... I. Oh, don't be dramatic, I took Derek. A, I, I, I was going to school for theater and stuff, and I, I wanted to be an actor when I was in first in college. And so uh, I took... Yeah, we, we had to take a dance class. Yeah, of course. 
And at first, like, I, I just, this is the worst thing ever. This is terrible. I, nah, this is going to suck. And, like, you know, after one or two classes, three or four classes, all of a sudden, I'm the most excited every time. And we're learning You're the waltz. Excited. You're going to be yeah. my dance partner today, right? <laughs> we, I got to learn the waltz. I got to learn. We did some, like, salsa. Um, we did a couple hip-hop classes. We had to go perform a... Um, what were they? They were super cool. Flash mob. Yeah, we yeah. had to go do a flash yeah. mob as a group I class once. Those, yeah. I tell you, I had, that was one of the funnest classes I ever took. Yeah. People don't know, but yeah. I, I mean, heard... our philosophy is if you can move, you can dance. Yeah. Even if you're in a wheelchair, like That's if you so can cool. figure out how to move your body or move your arms or move just your feet, yeah. like you can dance. And that's, that's so cool. the the institute was founded on on that. Um, accessibility to everyone and yeah. and not just about who you are but like if you want to try what? um and so go ahead no no, no i 100% <laughs> agree with both of what y'all are talking about right now so whenever like music's always been huge for me because like we're 90% 75% water right we're majority water if you put a big subwoofer right next to a cup of water what's that water going to do <laughs> and so me whenever i hear music you know, if I'm standing in front of a giant speaker, I do, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I do the same thing, and and so for me, it's kind of like you know, whenever you hear music, if you don't dance, it's almost backwards. It's like you're resisting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. I mean, whenever you naturally hear something that you like, even if it's just something funky, yeah. you know what I mean? Just yeah. a quick little Bobby. Dancing can be therapeutic. All right, oh, so that's the founding Music of. Therapy. You yeah. said that's the base of Houston Contemporary and and the Institute. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of came out of. As you're saying, take mm -hmm. a leap of faith. Yeah. Well, and I did. the idea of, of access too, I think, is really kind of crosses both our mm -hmm. paths as well. I mean, the idea that that's our our number one value is access, and the idea that we've moved to a pay what you wish model. You pay what you want to come to the concerts. If you don't pay anything, I'll take you to coffee and ask you for money. But that's <laughs> beside the point. It's extortion um, outside of there, man. <laughs> that's just how it works. But A-types, um, A-types. Yeah. No, coffee, coffee, lunch, lunch, coffee, coffee. And maybe wine. And I'm like, happy hour, where is the wine? I just don't know. But no, We need to get H on happy hour wine, You do. Let's that be go cool? crush our own grapes. Let's do it. I'm down. Okay. I'm down. All right, let's H do it. H on happy hour wine. Hey, I have there. white cloths if you want to sell to. I have white cloths. I, ew. Okay. No, nah, they're that not. That's what I'm not talking about. 16 Do that again. Old. Wait, 16, 21 years old. They're not ours. They're actually, they're actually reads like one of our architects. We, he, yeah, so. Okay, well, my son took a bottle of wine and some charcuterie to his friend. He's like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm my parents. <laughs> anyway, and he had to drink a white claw after to feel young again. Anyway, um, but yeah, access is our number one value. And we've, for all these years, left all our music up for free listening on our site. So if you go to roco.org, you can actually hear to all of our past concerts for free. And that's important to us, even our live streams. And then what I realized is all that music was sitting there and we'd paid for all the rights to it all these years, millions of dollars in the pot to be able to leave it up for free listening. And then QR codes resurged, right? So what I did, the first thing we did is I went along the Buffalo Bayou and I planted QR codes all along the trails so that yeah. you could listen to our music for free as you walk around. Mm -hmm. But now it's it's exploded. We're in 20 different places: Texas Children's Hospital, Menninger Clinic. We are now on the Arboretum playlists uh, or yeah. the walk paths, and it's just so exciting. TSU, Texas Southern. We've created a QR code for um, our Black composers, our Jewish composers, women composers. It is so exciting. It's every to different see. genre that you could want. Every possible one. And then what we did is broke our entire playlist of hundreds and hundreds of hours of listening into three mood-based 
QRs, soothing, bold, and joyful. So wow. you can choose your musical adventure. And Precinct Two Parks—they're all over the Precinct Two Parks. And I just there's no end to this. And that's yeah. what's—and it's going to be at the post as well. The QRs are probably yeah. going to hide them somewhere. I don't know uh -huh. yet what we're going to do. Do your own graffiti <laughs> totally. work with your QR codes. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, do it exactly. Hey, mentioning too, even Outspoken Bean—he's going to be writing yep. some hidden poems throughout the building so as well. Exciting. So exciting on the pillars. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. there's going to be many. He needs to go uh, all the way down the stairs, so you have to follow down the circle. I don't know if you're going to let them ride on the stairs. I don't know if he's going to let people ride on the stairs. Okay. Columns? <laughs> yeah. Stairs. Existing. You're not even allowed to wear shoes on them right now. Okay, yeah. that's right. You said that. That's, that's true. Well, that's and true. also, there's some seriously fascinating views up there, and so we don't want to, I'm sure, don't want to, uh, you know. Obscure it. Yeah, because, I mean, there is, like, some gorgeous architect yeah, work in there. Absolutely. I mean, you walk in there, and you're like, another room with, wait, what? Yeah. I know. You know? Yeah, if it's, it's this staircase or that one, or, I mean, even the rooftop, I mean, just like that. Yeah. Being able to see right at the footsteps of Houston, I'm like, wow. It's incredible. So, I, cool. first off, I want to commend you on, like, y'all Y'all are really staying ahead of the curve. Like, y'all have taken, you know, music and, and, and figured out how to keep it up with technology. Oh, yeah. And, like, putting these QR codes there, like... Oh, Touché. thank you. Thank That's you. That's amazing. I've seen on people's thank stories, you. like them just posting oh, <laughs> those. Thanks. Yeah. So. It's super fun to discover and truly, I don't want to say the word literally, it's always overused, but actually that's the right word putting qrs throughout our city and one of the other things we do you were talking about during the concerts is we have an app that people use mm -hmm. so the phones are on during concerts mm -hmm. and yeah. the house lights are on so you can don't have to worry about your phone shining or anything and we have commentary that one of our really sarcastic musicians writes about one of the pieces on the program cool. and you read his commentary and he usually does it on the pieces like beethoven or something that's something you wouldn't expect and it's it's not about beethoven it's like this weird kind of vh1 pop of video style down a rabbit hole type stuff and you'll hear people laughing in the middle of Beethoven and it's so <laughs> awesome and so that's a big part of what we do too honestly like cool. I, I I don't listen to a lot of like modern day music I do sometimes like in the car I, I like to just not listen to music yeah, just so I can think and then but when I'm like when I'm needing to get stuff done like if I'm deep in work and stuff I put on classical music interesting I put on classical music I can't I, do that that makes me start going what? Really? Yeah. That's so funny. ADD again. Yeah. So it's funny. A long time ago, I had a, I had like a kitten, like a kitten. Yeah. And it Why was, was it a kitten? Because it wasn't a cat yet. It wasn't. It was still it, a kitten. It wasn't a kitten. kitten. It was a kitten. It wasn't kitten. I told you I'm losing my voice, so I have to enunciate. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I'm just making little, fun of you. I'm just it was like, a little kitty cat. A little kitty cat. Aww. And I was looking at, it, I was like, man. This rambunctious little thing needs to calm its ass down. Google how do you, how do you calm a little cat down? Kitten down, and uh, and it was like play some classical music, and so I started Did playing some classical jams, and yeah, uh, Bud wow. Bud chilled out. Wow. Yeah, no, no, it was good. No, no it, well, and also it goes right on. It goes right on cue with dance uh, with this cat. <laughs> cat dancer. Yeah, damn. Cat dancer. That's what I'm calling yeah, you from now. You're cat the cat dancer. dancer. Big cat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we're, I like we're it. I like it. I like it. If you didn't know, we're both yeah, lines. We're both, you still we're have both, this kitten? No. It? No. no. The, the old owner was like, hey, we want to buy it back. Aww. And I was on the way to take it to the vet. My, uh, my roommate at the time had smacked the cat off and broke his leg. And I was like, yeah, dude, if you want... Should the be cat. arrested. I was like, if you want the cat back, you can, but you have to pay for this vet bill. It's about three hundred dollars. Yeah. He was like, okay, cool, sure. Let me get let me get Bud taken care of, and I'll get him back to you. Okay, wow. so I don't have a cat, and now I have two downer. dogs. I have two dogs now, though. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so we kind of yeah. <laughs> one cat equals two dogs. Okay, good. I, I, we I kind of touched that. on like how y'all uh, how y'all stayed a. Uh, uh, 
stayed ahead of the game with uh, social media technology and everything. Why don't you, Marlena, kind of yeah. how, how does social media affect well, the, the dance world and, and your studio and everything? Yeah, I mean, we haven't, we were fortunate enough, like I said, to do a third season, I mean, a second season during the pandemic um, yeah. in the space that I had. So like that was kind of made for a reason, it seemed. And we put in some infrastructure for some lighting. Um, and we were able to do shows throughout the year, um, and then we rebroadcast them. So the nice. another connection we have here is my husband is the owner of Bend Productions, which is a production company that does multi-cam um, live streams and video shoots. Mm -hmm. um, he works for Roco. Yes. He works for the Opera. <laughs> works for a lot. I mean, of a lot of, a lot of people here in the city. Yeah. He has. I call him an octopus. He has a lot of arms and legs. Nice. Um, so he filmed uh, like one of the pieces we did in the round, which means the audience sits in a circle and the dancers are in the middle. And he filmed it with a gimbal walking around oh, them. Oh, that is so. So when we cool. rebroadcast that, same thing. We didn't have millions of views, but we definitely yeah. had oh, like great. I think 16 states and two so from cool. two or wow. three from Canada. Like yeah. and that was just kind of putting it out there. Yep. Um, and then just in general, like the dance world is small in a way, like everybody yeah. I went to school with and people that I've known over the years have said like, you're doing a really good job. Everything looks really great on yeah. the outside. And it is amazing on the inside. Yeah. I have founded it with six people. Um, mm -hmm. I had lost two during the pandemic. So mm -hmm. now I have four founding members and I have two guests that I rotate. Um, but this concert, which is another exciting thing about um, what's happening is we're starting tomorrow um but we are working on i'm including 17 other people that live here in the city wow um some Beautiful. students from houston ballet yeah. some other just connections and people that are contemporary dancers um the dance world unlike music is a little bit more project based so usually. these people that you've right. watched just do I've their seen... thing and you're like hey I, I i have an idea i want you to come well, I kind of just said like this. This collaboration has has come to fruition. I need more bodies. Like I yeah. can't have four <laughs> bodies on the stairs. Yeah. I mean, they're in that video. We're doing they big look stuff. Great, yeah, we like, need more people. We need to fill it. I yeah. mean, it's a huge space, yeah. and it's like a lot of steps. So we have um, seventeen just Houston artists that are here mm -hmm. that are willing to work. You know, kind of in the day and then do the performances. And then we have the six with the company. And then I have my resident choreographer, who's a beautiful mover and good dear friend of mine. Um, he is gonna be doing one of the pieces as a solo. Um, cool. And then we are also including students from HSPVA. And I also have a second company called Houston Contemporary Two. These are middle school and high school students. So I'm, oh, including, cool. I'm including just the high school students. <laughs> um, and they're gonna be That's a part be of this as well. So we're calling them the Greek chorus. They're oh, gonna kind of be at the very top, which I think we Doing talked about. Cool. Like, Don't go in too much detail though. Like 50, the show must will be here will. soon. Yes. <laughs> it's like fifty feet up. Yeah. So I So if y'all want to tune into the excitement, make sure to be there. Don't yeah. forget it. It's gonna be great. And for the dancers I've been like, if you're afraid of heights, you gotta let me know. I have one that's very afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> be kind of on the, he, on the he floor. didn't want to go all the way up the stairs that's to the post so to the roof bar. He was like, I'll, I'll go Aww. the elevator. But well, we did a photo shoot there and it was awesome. We were able to get some video footage, but then we were also able to shoot our season footage. Yeah. Um, season photos and Derek was awesome letting us use the roof and mm -hmm. seeing yeah. the the beautiful skyline of the city and then they I had know. their gala oh, it's and it's been so many oh, you have to come yeah. 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 Like, uh, we, you need to for, see our Facebook page also I want to say thank y'all too because <laughs> we we 
You rolled we the dice, baby. The, the performing <laughs> arts and like yeah. getting to show this side of Houston. Like we're right. all about Houston culture. H Town Happy Hours as well as Post Love It Commercial. Um, so cool. You know, we look for it. Outspoken Bean. Yeah. I mean, all different. We have uh, during the grand opening too, which I know y'all will be performing at as well, mm-hmm. right? Correct. I Maybe. Oh yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But possibly. Possibly. We're there. Uh, Zee says an oboe. Okay. I'll bring my oboe. Let's <laughs> um, do, yeah, do a custom down. piece. I'll just do a around. custom piece. That'll have, yeah, y'all can collab right there. You know we can do that. We can do it right now. <laughs> Wait, you didn't bring an instrument? Sorry. I thought you were going to play something no, for us. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. You didn't tell me. Yeah, right. She's messing with us. She's a jokester. She probably brought it. I didn't. Oh, okay. No, okay. But uh, I do have a prop. She, <laughs> is it the QR code QR that's passed code. all around? <laughs> I'll hold it for two seconds. You yeah, everyone who's tuning in, make sure to get your phones out. Get it, get it, get it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just kidding. All right. No, but that's, that's awesome. We're all about the culture and the culture of Houston and 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 the performing arts as well. It's it's. Well, it's the, a cultural downtown destination. It is. It's a cultural that's campus. What it's called? Right, right. And we're all about H town culture in general. It's oh H-town no, it's happy yeah, like, it's H town or die. Yes. Oh. No, and it's so funny because I mean. What's happening with with this is going to be so far off of what anyone has seen around here. Right. Because, I mean, everyone knows how diverse it is already down here. And then to bring it like, hey, no, 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 here's a place where you can literally sit down and do everything you want from this culture to that culture to this. Everything. Yeah, anything that's there. Like, I think I, it was funny. I was saying, I was like, it's going to rival the Galleria. But I was like, no. No, it's no, not the it's, no, it's a thousand times it's bigger to, than that. Totally well, see, and, that, and that's that's how big right. this idea is right. and this concept is because I was like, how how do you describe what like a competitor or a rival would be to someone who doesn't have any idea what we're talking about? Right. And it's like, you can't. Well, what I've you seen you bringing there. in are the uniqueness, the uniqueness right. of Houston. That's what you've yeah. been bringing in. And it's it's not, exactly. It's yeah. a historic building. Right, it exactly. It's been there it for is. years. I mean, just, did I already say I had bad memories from there? I don't know if yes, I did in the actual <laughs> interview here. <laughs> I don't know if I started there. Was but it from packaging, <laughs> sending out lots of things? I yeah. think Bulk it mail. I'm just kidding. Bulk no, mail. but it's fabulous. It's so exciting. Just yeah. this the food you're bringing in and the yep. spaces and the, the plants you're putting out there. And right. The, from all of that is diverse and interesting. Yes. And I mean, it's all different cultures too, like we're mentioning. I mean, even from food, we have everything from like a West African cuisine, chopping block coming in that from- Norwegian uh, fish company? We have a Norwegian seafood market coming. <laughs> oh. And then also even in, in the arts, I mean, we have we have country music. We have, uh, I can't, oh, Toby Ngigwe, I believe is how I say it. He's like very good lyricist. He's doing a big performance at our, our concert venue. I mean, we had a photo shoot with Slim Thug. Mm-hmm. We have whiskey. Myers, we have. Isn't Chelsea Willie Nelson Hitler. opening? As it stands, yes. Oh. But then talk about oh, the theater bad. too. There's like a a theater that's based off of. I mean, Kirby told me it was kind of designed off of a theater in Germany. Yes. So the, the it's like a stand up like it, concert venue. Exactly. Huge. The, the the concert no venue, the Live Nation. <laughs> oh, the Live Nation space. space. Like yeah. a stand up. It's space. insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, the whole the in. whole first floor is three thousand people yeah. like GA right. standing, right. and it's we we. It's got the very industrial vibe to it. Yep. Uh, we wanted to keep the character and the integrity of the building. And uh, it's, yes, it's inspired by like Berlin, old like uh, World venues, yeah. War uh, concert venues, these these industrial, just concrete bunkers like built. Brutal, yeah, brutal. Yeah, very brutalist. Brutalist. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting too, we, we didn't know what acoustics would be. I mean, it was just a small no concert did. for our gala to introduce the space and then have dinner, right? Yeah. And, and drinks. But um, we were shocked at how amazing the acoustics are yep. in the Z atrium to, to the point where we we probably need to do it 
concert there again Absolutely. because in Houston there are not that many music venues yeah there are not there even the, the match is great we're there but just finding the place that has really good acoustics for an orchestra a chamber orchestra the difference between a chamber orchestra and an orchestra which I know you're gonna ask that I saw it in your eyes um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know I know yeah. I'm reading your mind my yeah, friend um, a, a big symphony orchestra is 100 players and chamber music is like four to six players and then chamber orchestra is 40 and it's kind of a unique animal Lots of music written for it. There's not that many in the nation. Um, a lot of people say chamber orchestra, and they're really 18-piece string orchestras. But chamber orchestra has all the winds and brass you've seen in band mm-hmm. <laughs> and lots of percussion. And it's really fun to have that intimacy when you hear even a Beethoven symphony. You hear all the pieces, and that's what's really fun. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, no, and I was going to say, I mean, it's like, you know, all of them coming together like that, you know, with, the, with like you said, with the string quartets and stuff like that. I mean, that... I'm sure have there been places where you've gone before and you're like we might not want to come back here absolutely yeah but i'm not <laughs> yeah, gonna no say name it them, right name we'll see well, that, well that's what i'm saying all the more reason to come back over here absolutely yeah, yeah. right yeah it so, really is a cultural exciting. campus yeah, yeah. it's it, gonna be wonderful every people have dropped, a lot of people some people are like, oh so is it like a mall <laughs> is it or what is it what is it we'll tell them everything we have going on and everyone's like well what is it and honestly just over over the years we kind of realized like it, it's a cultural campus yeah it is i would completely agree with that and also like mm-hmm. i like i was even saying i mean how do you really describe it because it's like if someone's asking like well what is it i i was trying to tell somebody i was telling them about h town happy hour and uh and, and he was trying to give me an idea for how i could do networking events and I was like, uh, what, buddy? I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, no, maybe you, you ever thought going to like a axe throwing place? And I was like, dude, what? I was like, bro, the kind of work that we're doing right now, cultural campuses is, 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 is our really main focus right now. Right. And uh, just kind of a way to just be like, hey, shut up, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Go to axe throwing and, and network. I like axe throwing. It, and, and, and it was just one of those things. It's like, uh, yeah. I'm going to get back to doing my work, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. But thanks for asking, man. Well, it's funny because when we have, I'm sure you get it, people asking questions, and I love them all. Like, what's an oboe? Most people don't know. It's a double reed instrument, and that's what we're there to do, right? We both have that same philosophy of just bringing people into what we do. You don't need to know anything coming in the door. You don't yeah. need to know it's Mozart. It's Most people say Mozart, and it's like pizza. Mozart, you know, and mm-hmm. now you know. Now you didn't have to know that beforehand. And right. we even put pronunciation guides for composers' names so you don't feel stupid. We put timings of pieces in case you hate a piece, you know how much longer it is. And, you know, it's like the Houston weather. That's how I program. If you don't like something, wait 15 minutes. It'll yeah. change. <laughs> so yeah. just that's things true. like that. And I think that's what we try to do is bring people into it without making them feel dumb. And that's really important to me that, that people can ask any question of, of us. And I don't do that. What? You know, yeah. thing. <laughs> well, okay. So, um, if Uh-oh. you were if you were to uh, if you were to talk to somebody maybe twenty years ago who was like, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to get into something like you are do, or like one of y'all are doing. What kind of golden nuggets would you give to maybe younger years of people who? I did you know, it this morning. to somebody, somebody called me? But uh, I would say be persistent mm-hmm. and like just really focus on what you want and get a good group of cheerleaders and mentors and yeah people that you can trust around you to kind of support and back you because it's hard it's hard also don't be afraid to have people that say no to you all the time but um yeah failing forward like you talked about that's important but yeah i think also just having so many tools like dora the explorer in your backpack like go through life and do a lot of talking to entrepreneurialism in the arts to college students and just put tools in your backpack like i was a dj at one point and Mm. it was classical music you know station 
So whatever. That's cool. <laughs> no, it was well, fun. I mean, that's it one of those experiences fabulous. in your tool belt. Right, that's exactly. All it is. That's my point. And, so and you, it's a different hat that you can wear <laughs> whenever you go out. Right. And you, so you learn those things and you get those skills and you acquire them. But it's also important that if you're going to do an actual group that you're starting, you've got to cast the quest. You, it, you can't just... I want to do a Talking concert. About like the vision. Yes, you have to have bigger vision than this next concert, this next year. It's like why yeah. and where and what do you fit in and who's involved. And really who's involved is probably the most important part. We have a whole no jerks allowed policy in our board bylaws. No no kidding. Nice. Um, but I think that's important. It's kind of like I've, I read way too much fantasy stuff. I'm in the middle of the fifth book of Wheel of Time now, rereading that whole thing. But the idea that you are the dungeon master and you cast the quest and you're you know, yeah, saying follow absolutely. me, and that's what she's done so beautifully. Of like, here's what's happening. Get on the train and yeah. let's go. And people love that, and they support that, yeah. and they come. And especially when you make room for, like, I don't want to just say, hey, I want to play this piece. Come do dance to it. I mean, that's kind of yeah. gross. I, I love to kind of. Well, come. It's, it's not really like a relationship Correct. building. Correct. It, it's more of yeah. like a. Well, like I'm saying, like the times have changed. Like a lot of, like my, you know. I don't want to call my dad out, but he's in sales also, and he's been an entrepreneur his whole life. And some of the things and methods that he's done, I've watched and listened to him, and I'm like, nowadays, it's not the same zingers as it used to be. Right. It's not the one-liner zingers anymore that like, hey, what do I got to say to make you buy this? <laughs> you know? It's more of those building relationships, and that's why people do business with you, because they know you, people like you, and trust yeah, you. people want to do business with people they like. Yeah, it's either they know you, they like you, or they trust you. They're not going to do business any other reason. Yeah. That's right. You know? Yeah, I can't yeah. do art with people I don't like. I don't want to do art with people I don't <laughs> right. like. Right. No, and it's crazy that Kirby found me after all those yeah. years. So great. <laughs> I'm glad he did. I, I'm glad this, he did too. This, this event's yeah. going to be amazing, and I look forward to our continued relationship uh, as sure. well. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, um, yeah and that's what I was going to touch on. Nowadays, it's more about the, like, the relationship building yeah. right. and, and maintaining of that, because it's not just like, hey, we're going to do good work, and now we did good work. See ya. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not that's that's not how you evolve and grow. That's right. And all the collaborations, all the um, when we commission a work, we also like we have a, a piece next September. We're premiering a guitar concerto by Michael Abels. He's the one who wrote the music for the movie Get Out. Wow. And yeah, and he's a, an amazing African American Hollywood composer. And so we introduced one of his pieces. He's already written our concert last weekend called um, Delights and Dances. And then that was the one with all strings that kind of sounded like a hoedown a little bit. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. And so now he's he's really into the rock world, and he's, we're going to premiere it. And so it's fun to kind of introduce them and go, wait, I've seen that name before, so it's not completely unique. And then if you like their piece, you recommission them, and then you take that piece and offer it to another orchestra and say, hey, you need to play this piece. And so it's just kind of a, a continuing maelstrom to kind of... Yeah stir up the creativity in, in our world. And everyone puts, like, do people put their own spin on it, too? With it, whenever they're as getting much as they can. yeah. As much as they can. And that's what's fun to premiere a piece, because we premiered this piece by Rena S. Mills, probably one of our most popular pieces. You probably would love to, to dance to this. It's an in, She involved a lot of Indian raga dances um, in the sound of it. And she, we premiered it, and she changed it quite a bit for the next orchestra to do it because she heard some. We workshopped it a little bit, and orchestras don't get to do that, whereas dancers have to in the space. Like she right. has to be in the space and know what she's going to do to choreograph. Yep. But we don't really get that opportunity. So. Are you sure I have to be there? No, I'm just kidding. I'm oh just my kidding. god! I'll be there. I'll be there. You can be the 18th dancer. <laughs> 18th man. Hey, hey, get your hey, shuffle hey. on, bro. Get your shuffle on. Not a rug. But it, I mean, with contemporary dance, it's similar because we're a repertory company, so we bring in artists, but they mm. only have like a week or two weeks or a yeah. month, or wow. they. I had a choreographer set of work before the pandemic. We just put it back together. 
Um, and he zoomed in because he's still in New York. And it's mm. like now he's watching rehearsal that way. So, I mean, that's kind of the cool thing. And week that's mission incredible. and license works for two to three years. And then afterwards, a lot of these, the choreographers that I've worked over in the past have taken those works and sent it at a university or wow. on this company yeah. in New York or this company in LA or whatever. That's how it works with some choreographs. Huh? You license uh, chore- it. For choreographers, chore- yeah. Well. So I, I bring them in. So I'm kind of like a presenter in a way yeah. for Houston because I'm trying to look at like what's kind of happening now in yeah. contemporary dance. Um, and I like to look for established and mature artists because yeah. there's a lot of kids that have not kids they're in college or just graduated and they have a lot of instagram followers and it's like bring them down it's like ooh. <laughs> i think i'd rather work with someone that really has a true artistic vision and yeah. can make something and is able to work with my budget i mean there's so many things to it Absolutely. um so it's not all about how many followers you have it, exactly. especially in the artistic world it's just been hard well and yeah. then like, also even, even on top of that like i look at it like people who do like football or basketball sometimes when people are interviewing them they start kind of like I just want to play football. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what, like do you, what do you mean you want me? What do you mean you want I'm me to social so media? Yeah, exactly. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Exactly, man. Marshawn they're just like, Lynch. man, I, they just want to do their sport or their art that they're good at yeah. that they practice their entire life. Right, right. And, and so, you It doesn't know. work like that anymore, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. I mean, yeah. Juilliard and conservatories are training people to go after jobs that aren't there. And that's what I, my, the drum I beat all the time, but this is something else we've just, I just discovered. How do they get away with that? How do they get away with that? I mean, it's just the industry. It's all the conservatories. The Mm -hmm. dance too. Academia Mm -hmm. has made its own thing, not just in music, but the fact that I have a passion for um, professionals that don't have those opportunities and we don't commission students. We don't have students in the orchestra. We don't do that because there are professionals out there that, that not yeah. just need, actually my, my musicians don't need a job. They're international, neither, neither do yours. They're international soloists or people who you want to be on stage with, but at the same time, that's who I want to pour into, so they pour back out. And yeah. that's what's right. exciting, yeah. is seeing that. And with us, we commission, a lot of times, <clears throat> I mean, 120 world premieres, the, every one of them has a unique story, just like the uniqueness of the individual. I yeah. get asked, how do you do that? You know, and I mean, each story <laughs> is different. Be themselves. <clears throat> right. Well, and either I'll give money to a musician in the orchestra and they pick the composer and commission it based on their personality, like our trombonist. He wanted a piece based on a Swedish, um, Dag Hammerstein, who died in a plane crash in the 50s, who was the Swedish um, ambassador. So we got a girl, a, wo- girl, a woman composer to write this piece based on Dag, D-A-G. P- anyway, just those kind of nuggets that are yeah. buried in all these works. And, and like we're doing a piece specifically for the cistern. You know, have you been to the cistern yeah, at the skate park? We're writing, a, getting a piece written by Marcus Moroni, a Houston composer, for brass players to stand at every corner. Wow. And there's yeah, the a, acoustics in there yeah. are awesome. It's yeah. crazy. There's a 13 yeah. second they delay. They do a lot of like immersive and digital really? art in there yes, too. It's exactly. very cool. Yeah. So, That'd be so cool to see. Yeah, and here, exactly. Here, so yeah. exactly. No, I think it's going to, that's what's exciting is just finding all these places and you guys have contributed probably the most gargantuan thing since... Houston's history. I'm not cool. kidding. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. Cool. That's, a, that's a nice compliment. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, something I want to unpackage a little too is uh, Marlene had mentioned it, talking about um, <laughs> like, I guess it's it, 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 social media is a great thing, but it also it it, it has its negatives. Yeah. It's, it's uh, I think in a lot of industries now, like not just not just the art world, but a lot of industries, it's all about how many followers you get. Yep. And the art gets kind of lost. Yes. It, it, it really does. Yeah. I mean, and our audience is younger, but, you know, there are a lot of the dancers, family, friends, but just people that like contemporary art so here you, in the city. So how do you separate 
and on your own look like as you're out there like looking for talent you know how do you separate that uh man they might just be doing it for the hype versus no i see it in you i want you yeah well uh talking to people like i just found an artist last night that seemed young but not for the company it would be for the second company and Mm -hmm. like or maybe a teacher but then some of these kids come out of these colleges and they have these really high bills and it's like Okay, mm. well, you just graduated school, yeah. so I'm not sure how we feel about that. So, you know, <laughs> it's just a way of, of, yeah, kind of taking a risk. And I, in my past organization, took lots of risks, and mm. a lot of them felt very flat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Didn't didn't really... The past organization, yeah, right? Yeah, like the things that, the commissions that I hired, the people that I... Sometimes it doesn't work out, but yeah. as, a, as, a, as a director and as a kind of a founder and now and as a presenter in a way, you, you take those risks and you give that person that opportunity to create because they might not have it ever again like Mm -hmm. she's doing as well so um and then most of the time it's i mean knock on wood everything for houston contemporary so far has been amazing and and you know i um really take care of of the artist but also take care of the work once the artist leaves so it's up to me and Mm -hmm. my rehearsal assistant to kind of keep the integrity of the work now do you like having that kind of responsibility more than you did more than you had with your other work um because i feel like that's going to level you up yeah i I think i do i like having that i like to see the performance i like to see the dancers grow within the work and my dancers are all over 27 like they're Mm -hmm. older for dance you know i mean they're but they're mature and like it's great to send a lot all four of them have been with me since I mean, I moved here, a lot of them, you know, all four of them. At some point, they came in my life, and they're still in my life. So taking care of them right now is important. But I also know in, like, four or five years, they might retire. They might have children. They might get married. They might want to not dance. Yeah, well, like, what's the turnover rate for dancers? I mean, like, (laughs) are they guys kind of like, hey, my hip's giving out. I can't do this anymore. These four are very resilient, (laughs) and they're very, they they do take care of themselves. But a lot of younger dancers don't, you know, and and as a dance studio owner and as a director of a youth company as well, or second company, that is our job is to train Educate them, them and train them train to them. take care I mean, of themselves. The Institute is a training facility. It's to yeah. train you how to be a better dancer, to go to college. Yeah. And we assist and with it's that not, too. And I'm sure it's not just about, you know, how high, you know, can you do this or, right. you know, how, how deep is your, uh, what is it? Plie? What is right. the word? That's how you yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. uh, you know, more about like, you know, the different avenues that you can do as somebody right. who wants to be a dancer, you can do it. You know, there's different pillars that you have to address to become or That's become right. a teacher and or... we're not a competitive studio like competitive dance down here in the south and drill team and dance team are very popular but yeah. we don't do that yeah. we teach you the technique <laughs> to get to this to get to the next level of your dancing so no. all of it's our not kids, it's not to embarrass the other people it's no. to express yourself knock down but there's yeah. a whole business in competitive Survivor. dance do you and still so... enjoy dancing <laughs> I do. I, I teach. Um, I teach a lot of the little kids at the Institute. Um, I do teach the company occasionally. Um, and then I have opportunities like this one to kind of choreograph on adults and yeah. kind of work through what works. Um, we just did something at the CAM last weekend. Um, and so, like, that was a two-year project that finally we finally had a performance. Um, and then the following weekend after this show, we're doing something at Jones Hall. Um, with SPA, the Houston Commissioning Project that they're doing. Um, it's a beautiful so, building. Jones Hall, I yeah, love the building. It is honestly. pretty. Like, I mean, it needs a little bit of... I'm I'm, I'm actually... Man, They've I work with architects all day, so I'm like, I'm thinking about the outside. I love yeah, the outside yeah, yeah, of no, it's it. It's really interesting, especially what they're doing now in front oh, in front of it, the, yeah. the, yeah. new, the new plaza. Well, in the plaza, yeah. yeah. Well, I, and, I haven't actually been inside, sorry. 
Good. No, no, it's okay. No, it's just, just it's just very dated. I think it just it, yeah. Sometimes it's hard for acoustics, but it's it's um it's a good sight lines in there. Yes. But yes. I will say I loved what you said about relationships because that's what Roco is all about is relationships. Yeah. And I my concert my first concert master was somebody that I was at Juilliard with, and you know we got to play together. And then Kristen Wolf Jensen is our principal bassoonist, and she and I were in a trio I started when I was at Juilliard that did gigs back on gigs. <laughs> so you've been in this entrepreneurial world for a long I did, time. You've yeah. always been starting groups and. Yes. It was called Trio Truvair. And we did background gigs, but I do not play background. Nobody puts baby in the corner anymore. That's um, <laughs> what I say. But I did do this many, many gigs with Kristen and this woman, Kathy Ransom, um, in New York. And we played things like a mafia wedding in Long, Long Island. Oh, we did a, a Catskills Montessori. I have so many stories. And someday I'm going to do this at the improv comedy show. Catskills Montessori? No, at the Catskills Mon Montessori. Mon Montessori. Yeah, that's Montessori. right. That yeah. sounded yeah. school. No, no, Catskills, the monks, the the, the uh, Buddhists. Monastery. Thank you. Oh my lord, I can't uh, think of I was the like, word. I was like, my grandma Monastery. started Montessori schools. <laughs> my you, Montessori. you put oh, that in my really? head. Yeah, they did. Anywho, oh, that's awesome. Great that's awesome. gig, great yeah. gig stories. So, yeah. Let me uh, let me tell you something, uh -oh. and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this as a challenge to you. Ooh. At your gala, um, I got the post, stare. You were talking about acoustics <laughs> and uh, Reed, which. Take this. He he's also the guy that has the white claws in the fridge. Um, <laughs> but listen, he cried. He cried while y'all while y'all were performing. That's so He nice. cried. He was watching it and he was just like he was overwhelmed Aww. with just like emotion and and that's what artists. We were talking about it earlier. Aww, it's about I love that. provoking emotion. It's connecting. And 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 he literally he he started not like <laughs> yeah because I would have been yeah. like be quiet. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure we're performing here. <laughs> Did you, did my walkie-talkie went off? Yeah, I know, I heard you. Oh my God, that was mine. And I'm I was like, text, so I, no, I seriously, in the middle of the concert, got my phone off the stand, texted I, and said, tell Derek to stop talking. Second. I wasn't talking. Okay, well. Did he say okay. something wild? I wasn't there no, for that. What happened? I wasn't talking. Was, he was, my, my, was he screaming again? Was he screaming again? My walkie-talkie went off. Yeah, it did. the second it, I, so we're getting earpieces. Never will that happen again. We're going to do earpieces. Oh, that's a good idea. So I take this as a challenge to you. I, I want someone what to the cry. making someone cry. I want someone to oh, cry. Oh, nice. Well, hopefully the people that it's are beautiful. coming haven't seen any live music yeah. or dance yet. Yeah. Because when you have that experience, yeah, yeah, it's pretty emotional. Because yeah. there's difference between looking at a screen and then yeah. seeing the real people in front I've of you. I've never seen a real choreographed like performance like this before. It's my first one. I'm oh, so cool. excited for it. But I'm there are so lots excited. of ways to make people cry. That's yeah. right. well, I was gonna say, well, my life's not the best right now, so I'll probably tear up a little bit while I'm there. Just like that, I wish you was better, man. Are you coming? I got nothing. Of course, okay. of course, yeah. of course, I'll be there. Oh. I wouldn't miss this. And come Houston on. needs to come. Yes. October yeah. 9th. October 9th. Yes. It's gonna be. Shout out, y'all better be there. Seven o'clock. VIPs. Eight o'clock. It's gonna be a blast. Not VIPs. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so excited. No, I know. Well, okay. First off, this is an amazing episode. Yeah. Hashtag no, Roku I mean, Houston. Like five hashtag minutes. what? That's, What's your hashtag? Yeah, well. HDC. <laughs> hashtag okay, Roku so Houston. Let's, how, how can we find you? What's Go. your Instagram? Um, at Houston Contemporary. At Houston Contemporary. <laughs> or at IC Dance HTX. Okay. IC Dance HTX. And on all the channels, hashtag Roku Houston. Okay. And, and please put the, the Houston QR there. Code again. Please show put the, the Houston there because there are like random things throughout yeah. the world called Roku. So, all right, Roku. And at. Roco Houston as well. And at Roco Houston in the yes. hashtag and at Roco Houston. Y'all yes. shoot them a follow. Um, 
and come come by October 9th. It's going to be beautiful. Mm, it's going to be amazing. Go you. Have fun yep. now that it's only actually one great night. weather. It's only, only one, night. one chance and to see it. That's we'll right. We'll probably never do it again. No, <laughs> ever. We will. We're we filming. We're broadcasting. We want them to come. We know where you are. We're going to be back. No, we will definitely do it again. Live is better. I want them to come see this live. It's going to be beautiful. Yep. Thank cool. you so much, guys. Hey, that Thanks was a blast. Yay. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do, Sidewinder? No, what it's, was a, that? it's a TIE fighter. I'll do okay, it. Okay. TIE fighter. <laughs> what was the other one? That's precious. That's precious. What was the other one? Snail. Snail. Okay. <laughs> My favorite one is do Turkey. Paper covers rock. Oh, okay. Oh. okay, okay, okay. Is that kind All of boring? Right. Is that boring? <laughs> that was boring. That's boring. That boring. Y'all are boring. Right. Hey, thanks, <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in, man. Episode 22 down in the Episode 22, man. Be in there. Stay tuned. Joe. October. Joe on the ones and twos. Joe. Joe, hey. you killed it. We, we love you, brother. Got you, bro. You. Absolutely. Cool. Tune in next right. week for the next episode. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you all so much. All right, bye.